0: What's up, cool kids? You're tuned in to another episode of the Power and Pros Podcast. How are y'all doing? Your girl is back in the States, no longer in London. I had such a great time. I've never been to Europe and I didn't know what to expect, but it was more similar to New York than I thought, but it's not New York at the same time. And I really appreciated that because I needed to get out of the city but it was nice to still be in the city. You know what I mean? And my best friend was there to celebrate my birthday with me. So that was amazing. And it was really just a chill little, you know, birthday, nothing too crazy, but full of new experiences, new food, new aura in me, wearing new clothes. Like, you know, it was just like, there was just a lot of freshness and newness that I was able to experience. But when I got back, let's talk about when I got back, I'm back in New York, right? Back in my apartment. And I felt like I was back in the same circumstance. So I have a new age. I have these new memories and these new longings, even I'm like, oh, I could live in London. Right. So I'm thinking about all of that, all these new things. But yet and still, I have these old feelings. I have this old routine that I was getting back to and all of these things. So those were rubbing against each other. And I started to think, how can I avoid that? How can I not just go back to how things were? How can I not just go into the usual flow of things? I want something fresh. I want something new. And I wanted my birthday to propel me, like, you know, be my new New Year's for myself, a personal New Year for me to be able to finish the year strong, like, you know? And so I actually did a couple of things. The one thing that I did, I got led to Nehemiah. And so Nehemiah is a book of the Bible. (laughs) And Nehemiah, actually in Nehemiah one, he was a person that worked for the king. And the king that he worked for noticed that he was downtrodden. He's like, yo, something is wrong with you. Like what's going on? And it said that he had never seen him like this before. Like it was like, yo, you are in rare form. Are you good? And as we're talking about power and pros, the last episode was about there's a time and a place to share things. There's a time and a place to feel certain emotions. There's a time and a place to do things. Right. And there is a couple of verses in Ecclesiastes that speaks to that. So that's true. That's biblical good and gravy. What we see here is this is Nehemiah's first time having to share emotions that he's had with a new person. And we're seeing like, how does he go through that? So when you read Nehemiah 1, you can kind of see like how he navigates that. But eventually he ends up feeling like he needs to build a wall. There's a wall of Jerusalem and it was Torn down, it's a bunch of rubble. And so he feels this burden once he finds that out. And he's like, we gotta do something. Like, we can't just leave the wall like this. And so he wants to rebuild the wall. And in him doing that, he gotta call a couple people. He gotta put some parameters in place. And so that starts to happen, right? So they're rebuilding the wall. And then some people start hating. So, literally, Nehemiah, verse four, it says the top of the chapter is enemies oppose the rebuilding. Literally enemies oppose the rebuilding. And so you have some people that are observing that they're building the wall and they're like, now who are y'all? Like, you know what I'm saying? Who are y'all to be building the wall? Who are y'all to be whatever? And they want to fight them. Like they were like, "Mm, we don't like what y'all got going on. We want to come at you. Then we go to Nehemiah 6. Nehemiah defends the oppressed. And so It goes on talking about how they can defend themselves from the opposition as they are going about the task at hand. We get to Nehemiah 6, and the top of the chapter for me is continued opposition to rebuilding. So they have the same charge that, yo, we're supposed to be doing something, rebuilding this wall, and they are continuously getting opposition. Y'all, have y'all been listening to the episodes? Have y'all been seeing? Like, that is how I've been feeling. Like, okay, I'm supposed to go forward and do some things. God is calling me to something. It might be where you are. Like, God is calling me to have these friends, but it seemed like mugs, we trying to, we have a communication problems, you know, or God has called me to be in this family, but we're not seeing eye to eye. He's called me to be on this job. My boss getting on my nerves. He's called me to start this business. I don't see how I'm supposed to do this business because I don't have enough money or enough visibility or mentors or whatever. God is calling you to something and you're showing up you're doing your part. You're doing as much as you can do with the information that you have. You've told people. You've shared. You understood. There's a time and a place. You're doing all the things, and yet you get continued opposition to what you're building and or rebuilding to so whatever charge that he's called you to. And what messed me up is there's continued opposition, and near my name. Literally what he did is he put two different forces at hand. And so there was talk about people trying to come up, run up on them or whatnot. And so to hold them back, he assigned a certain group of people. Y'all are the blockers, like y'all are armed. Y'all are not charged to rebuild. Don't pick up nothing. Y'all just stand on guard for enemies or opposition if they're to come. That was their only job. But then there was a second group of people and this second group of people, I was like confused and I was upset for them because the second group of people were called to return to their work on the wall. But while they were doing that, half, half the one hand was literally used to, I'm on Nehemiah 4 verse 17. Um, the laborers carried on their work with one hand supporting the load and one hand holding a weapon. When I tell y'all that that pissed me off. <laughs> I was like, no, it should be, they shouldn't have to trip off that. They should be have to do one thing at a time. How are you even building and Holding a weapon at the same time, how are you building and protecting yourself at the same time? How are you showing up in this one arena and showing up for this other thing at the same time? That seems like it's too much labor. It seems like it's too much work. And I wasn't understanding how is that even possible. Like you know, sometimes you read something and you get a visual in your head of how it's going to play out. I was trying to visualize that. If I was working, how was I going to work and protect? Work and protect work and be on guard at the same time. One hand doing one thing and another hand doing another, but they're working in sync. They're not cannibalizing efforts. right? And I couldn't visualize it. And I was like, that's where I am. I feel that I have my goals and aspirations for my business in one hand, but I have my mental health in another hand. And I don't, get how I'm supposed to do work with both of them together. I have my family and my friends and my associates, my fellow church um, family and people that I want to love and support and protect. And then I have myself. I'm not loving and supporting and protecting me at my utmost, right? And so you have these two things that are supposed to be in sync and they're not. And I didn't understand. It continues in Nehemiah 4 seeing that the builders kept belts on their side. So it wasn't even enough. I'm sorry. They kept s- swords in their belts on their side. So it wasn't even enough that they have the men that their only job was to have weapons. Then each of the builders have a weapon in one hand. Then it says on a belt, they got a sword. Like, you know what I'm saying? Then they, did not have rest with this. It says, um, Nehemiah four twenty three. during this time, none of us, not I, nor my relatives, nor my servants, nor the go- guards who were with me ever took off our clothes. We carried our weapons at all times. Even when we went for water, I had to close the Bible app. I, I was outdone because They didn't get no rest. You got to be on guard at all times. That's the type of situation that they found themselves in. And yet and still, with that high level of security that was needed, that high level of visibility that they had to have for the opposition that kept coming at them. Because it said continued levels of opposition. So they had to continually stay on guard for the opposition. They still built the wall. That was too much for me. I was like, I know you lying. Like they don't get no break. Even when they're going to get water, you should be safe getting water. And if you think about Jesus, right? Being the living water, you should be safe going to Jesus. I shouldn't, I should be able to put my weapon down for a second. I should be able to not be on guard for a second because I'm covered, right? Because I'm healed, right? Because Jesus has overcome the world, right? All of these things. I'm like, I should be straight. And what Nehemiah is telling me is that there are situations, there are times, there are seasons where you must remain on guard, even for petty things, even for things. How often do they get water? They get water often. Water was not in their fridge. It wasn't in a canister or a Stanley cup. It was in a one place. And they all had to go at specific times to draw out. That usually is not even a time of break. It's more labor, if you think about it, for them to be able to draw water. And they still had to be on guard. They still couldn't get out of their clothes that would have had them ready if somebody ran up on them. And I started to think about that severity of a situation. And when I looked at my situation, I said, yeah, this is the same thing. Like it's dire what I got going on. How do you handle the two? How do you handle the two? How are you able to have your building happening in one hand and your weapon is being held in another. And when I think about some of the commands that we're given, we're told to pray without ceasing. We are told to love others. We're told to honor God with everything that we do. Some things just seem like, all right, you have for a lot. And you have to a lot at the same time. Because there's never a time where I'm supposed to be prideful. There's never a time where I'm supposed to be envious or jealous, right? There's never a time where you tap out. The Bible actually tells us to not grow weary in well-doing. We're always supposed to be striving to doing things and doing them well, doing them with excellence of showing up as the person that God has created us to be. And so if that's the charge, but I also got to build this business. I also have to not be angry. Like, you know what I'm saying? All this stuff, that's a lot. Like you asked me to do too much. And yet Nehemiah shows me it's possible. People have done it. They built the wall. They built the wall. They were able to overcome the opposition that came their way, right? And so it can be done. I was having a block on the how. And I think there are three things that help you to kind of start to take it to the next level of you being able to do that. One, take the call to build seriously. These people had continued opposition and it would have been easier to drop that hand that was called to build and to just pick up some spears and start going. And if they did that, they actually wouldn't even needed the spears because their opposition would have been happy that they weren't building anymore. And so it seems like a cop out. And when we think about our lives, our situations, things that we go through, there are gonna be times when it's like, I could just put this down. This little podcast thing I'm doing, I could just put this down. This nonprofit that I'm working for, I could put this down. This side hustle that I'm doing, my nine to five job that I'm doing, me being a part of my family and being the same one. And, and that's always my thing every holiday. I could just put that down and be crazy like the rest of these folk. Like, it seems like you are being singled out. But the call to build, the call to be you, the call to show up in the very purpose that God crafted you for is one to take seriously, which is why we have to guard what we say. That's why we have to guard who we say it to. That's why we have to take care of ourselves, right? Because all of our callings, all of our journey's are lifelong things. They're not something that'll just spark off and happen. It's something that you have to constantly work towards. And if you constantly work towards something, if you're constantly building or rebuilding, you're going to get some visibility. You're going to get some haters. You're going to get people that haven't figured out their build. And so they're upset that you are even attempting to build something. There are going to be some people that are just spiteful that they can feel a God in you that's not on them. And they are sent from our enemy enemy and they are sent to take you out like there are so many things right and in those moments in those times it'll seem real easy to just give up to see your call is not that deep to see like it was never this serious and you just drop that hand that has you building the very thing that you were created to build but for you to actually feel like you have enough strength, enough gall, enough people behind you, enough of a God that's backing you, when you're weak, He's strong, He's fighting through you, He's building through you. For you to feel like that's even tangible and possible, you have to take your call seriously. And when you take your call seriously, you keep in mind who called you, you keep in mind who you're sent to protect, right? Who are the people that you're being called to? What region are you being called to? You'll take seriously the people that are going to come after you and what you're doing for them, you'll take seriously each and every moment. And that hand that is dedicated to building is going to seem a little bit stronger because it's backed by nothing but the severity of the moment. When you take that call seriously, your health, because you need to be around for your family, you don't want to go to the gym, but somehow you done found your car in that parking lot or that Planet Fitness or that Crunch and you there, and you're doing it, and you're showing up. You wanted to call in to work, but you understand the severity of the call until you're there. I didn't I could have not recorded this podcast episode today. I'm behind schedule and everything, but I turned this mic on because there's a call, and when we take it serious, all of a sudden you find that your hand can pick up the very tools that you need to get it done. So that's the first thing. The second thing, take your opposition seriously. You know how many people are walking around just blissful? They are just like, yep, I'm supposed to do this thing. So I'm going to pick up my stuff. I'm going to build my little thing. And I'm just going to focus on that. And there is a real big opposition. There's a real big plan. There's a real big something that is coming at them. And it's coming at them strong. And it's coming at them full force. And it's coming at them... Clothed like they don't even see how serious it is, right? But because they're so focused on the building part, their hand won't go to pick up a weapon, they don't see that it's needed. And our weapons are prayer, our weapons are being in community, our weapons are going to God and telling Him what you can't do and allowing Him to give you strength, right? Being transparent with Him, with yourself, and where you're at. Your weapon could be coloring, journaling, taking a walk for 10 minutes a day. It could be eating healthy food because you need that strength in your body to help you carry out the tasks that you have at hand. It could be resting, binge watching Bridgerton on Netflix. Like our weapons could be a, a myriad of things, but they are needed when you have opposition trying to track and hunt you down. You can't just build and hope that your opposition is going to be like spooked that you're building something. A lot of people will see that. And because it's not the finished product and it's not done yet and you're in progress, they'll figure they got just enough time to come at you. They got just enough time to spook you, to knock you off your square, to get you to not be doing what you're supposed to be doing. And it could be people... Physically, right? But just our enemy in general. He's crafty and he sends things to try to knock us off. And when we just decide, oh well, God called me to X Y Z, so I'm straight. That's where we get messed up a lot because there are seasons and moments. When we yeah, you build and God gonna protect you. Build the Holy Spirit got you. You build and you don't have to worry about anything. There are other times. On one hand, you're gonna have to be building. That thing and the other hand is going to need a weapon on you and on your way. So there's extra protection, right? There's, that means that they had to have a, they took their opposition seriously. And they said, these people ain't playing with us. They big man. They got big attitudes. So we got to be armed up and there's no breaks. There's no time off from being armed up in this situation with this piece of opposition that we have and with the calling that we have, they don't work. With us being lax right now. We got to stand 10 toes and making sure that we do what we're supposed to do. But to do what we're supposed to do, we have to have all the things in place that we need to get that done. And that for them was weapon in the hand, weapon on the hip and keeping that thing on them at all times. So you have to take your opposition seriously and then you stay ready. And so what is staying ready look like. For them, it was even when they're getting water, they didn't take them clothes off. Like they was ready. And that's everybody. Whether you are in the front line and you're at the top of the food chain down, it said his servants even was armed up that way. So it didn't matter who you were, you stayed ready if you were in the camp because the opposition don't care about no rank. They coming at who is a part of the building. With you being a child of God, with you being a person who is breathing today, There is a call on your life, there's purpose that you have. And so because of that, your opposition don't care if, you know what I'm saying, you don't got the money. They don't care if you feel like you don't have the support from your family. Your opposition doesn't care if you feel like everything isn't just right. That last TikTok that you made, you could have edited it better. It, It don't care about that. What your opposition cares about is taking you out. And if you don't stay ready Even if some people take it serious and they put it on somebody else to be ready, it's on you to be ready. And what being ready looks like, again, could take many different forms. For some people, you know, some people have to wake up at a certain time every day. Other people have to forego certain things, right? So all of us will have a different thing that we're being called to either bring forth or to let go of, depending on the season that we're in. But no matter what, there's a readiness, there's a preparation that's always taking place for the next season, the next era that we're walking into. And it's, it's a layer of protection that we get to tap into as well. Some people are so scared that they're gonna have to fight that they won't pick up the weapon. Like, that's enough to take them out. They're like, I gotta fight, I'm good. When some folks, and there's plenty of examples of it in the word, some people, Some opposition that we have, some enemies that we have, some folks that are hating that are out there, they just need to see that the weapon's on you. And they be like, oh, dang, she hip, I'm good. You know, like there's some folk that have not had to fight a battle in the Bible. All they had to do was walk on the field and their enemies got confused and their enemies were scared and God worked it out but they have to be ready. Okay. Are y'all ready to walk these couple miles to get to the field that I told y'all to go to? Because I can't scare your enemies if you're not willing to show up to the battleground. And so don't let that deter you. That's the power tool for this week. Do not be deterred. Don't be deterred by the call. Don't be deterred by the opposition and don't be deterred by the fact that you must stay ready. All three of those things make you a triple threat to the things that are coming your way. It doesn't matter the time that you think it was going to get done. And it actually says for the wall building that Nehemiah was doing that they built it in record-breaking time. So timing is not a factor. The money that you have, the clothes that you have, the people that you think you need to have, all that, not a factor. Even the fact that you are, you feel like you're doing double duty. You're trying to split time. You're splitting efforts because you have to build and hold your weapon at the same time. Don't let that deter you. Those three things make you a triple threat to get the very thing that you're called to complete done. But if you don't show up and build, then you can't say that you're a builder. And if you don't show up with your weapons, your opposition can't be intimidated by you and they will take you out. And so as I'm sitting in this space of trying to balance, right? And it's really what it is. It's the art of finesse. It's the balance. It is the scales. And how do I toe the line of these two things? And it takes skill. It's going to take practice. It's going to take a continual effort of showing up, but don't let your opposition, don't let your circumstances continue to seem like it's showing up and you're not showing up. You want to show up, you can outlast. I'm telling you, the word says even when we don't feel it, we can outlast everything that comes our way. But we have to be focused on the right thing and we have to understand that we're called for such a time to outlast, to outrun, to be able to be firm and strong, to be plant um to for our feet to be rooted and planted that we can bear fruit in every season. But we got to believe that and we show. Even our own doubt, our own fear, the ways that we oppose ourselves, that we believe another truth, that we believe in God's truth, simply by showing up. Some days that's your weapon. Show up. Show up. And when you do it, you'll look up and see that your weapon is in your hand. You'll look up and see that you did build a little bit today. And then the next day, it'll get a bit easier. The next day, it'll get easier. And growth isn't linear, right? And so there are going to be times when we fall back. There are going to be some times when we like, dang, I thought I had this down and I don't. And so I think, keep that in mind. Don't be deterred. Again, you just need to take the build, the call to build seriously. Take your opposition seriously and stay ready. As you stay ready, God will reveal to you what's supposed to be revealed as it needs to be revealed. And it'll be something that you can handle. It'll be something that your enemies won't be able to handle. And it'll all unfold in the timing that it should. And the impact of that timing, the impact of you being on your square, being exactly where God called you to be, will be exponentially beyond anything that we could orchestrate in our own and beyond us avoiding the battle at all. And so if you think that you're going crazy because it's like, am I supposed to be building or taking a break? It might be that you're called to do both right now. And I want to speak to you and I want to tell you that I feel you. I want to tell you, it don't feel good all the time. I want to tell you that. The, the scare tactics from your opposition, they going to seem big at times, that your weapon's going to seem heavy in your hand at times. It's going to be days when you don't want to do neither one and you want to tap out, but you have exactly what you need to go forward. There are lessons in Nehemiah that are alive fresh and well for us to use today for us to build the very thing that God is calling us to build for us to impact people that he's calling us to impact and ways for us to express our emotions there's so many times where Nehemiah had to do that and um his voice is powerful in how he did it, and he has to do it in new ways at times. And there is a path forward for us to do that as well, because that's also what's been a little overwhelming for me. I'm like, then people asking how I'm doing. I'm like, girl, I'm trying to build and hold my weapons at the same time. How I explain that to you? Like, would well, you get it? Like, you know, so there's just all these things. And so, um, Nehemiah really has been helping me over the past week to feel a bit less overwhelmed. The charge is still the charge, right? You still got to show up and how you show up, but I feel a bit better. Like there's a success story, like it's been done. And so I'm not crazy. I feel validated in my feelings, but I have a blueprint. Like, all right, what parameters can I put in place to ensure that this happens and that it happens in an optimal way for me and those around me? So I hope that this has been helpful. As always, I love y'all. Keep up with your girl in the newsletter. If you haven't already, be sure that you hit the link to subscribe to that. I just drop a little bit of tidbits, things that are going on with me personally, links that'll help you guys to be able to navigate your walk and your journey as best as you can. You can also keep up with your girl on YouTube at Power and Pros Podcast or on YouTube. I'm dropping my birthday vlog is going to be coming up. So I did a little pre-birthday vlog just to kind of share how I was going to London and my thoughts around that. And so that's that. But then I'll be dropping me actually in London in the next couple of days. So be sure that you subscribe to the YouTube channel to keep up with me there. If you haven't already, you can follow me on Instagram at Power and Pros Podcast. I love you guys. Remember to profess your power and there's power in pros. Bye.